this has to be 57. Welcome back, guys, to episode 57 of the Kind of Nice Podcast. I'm going to go around the table because we got a lot of people today. And uh, from my left <coughs> to my right, we got Nathan Burkhalter. Buenos dias. Back again with the Spanish. Uh, and then we have the true Spanish man, the Puerto Rican himself, Grant McCartney. Hey, que onda mi gente. And then <laughs> the, Colombian. Gil, the, the Colombian. The <laughs> Colombian. I was wondering if you were going to say that. And then the, the guy who's actually Hispanic. <laughs> he doesn't speak Spanish. He doesn't speak any Spanish. Hey, 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 hey. Como se dice... Why? That's unbelievable. Por qué? Por qué? You got two white there dudes over here speaking Spanish and then an actual Hispanic. Guys, everybody loves coconut. Yeah, Pero es, él puede entender, ¿sí? Sí, sí, sí. Él sí, es él, mi maestro. Él está es hablando con tu papá. A veces... Did you call him your daddy? No, I'm saying with his dad, he, listen, he can understand. So I know he can I understand. I heard papá and I was like, oh, I know papá. that word. <laughs> Su padre. Uh, today we got a fun little episode for you guys. Um, but first, before we get into the goods, let's, let's get a little... Little vibe check around. What's everybody up to? What's going on this week? Nate's usually not in town. He lives in Dallas now. Mm, I'm bougie. Uh, he now. left Houston. Bougie. Said, yeah. Well, Dallas is not bougie. Dallas is so bougie. And I live there in Frisco. Nice. Frisco is the woodlands of Houston. Or it's wow. the woodlands of Dallas. Wow. Bougie. Wow. But I don't fit in in that way. Mm. Yeah, mm. you do. You got a bougie like, mm, no. like that, no demeanor. Vibe. No, I don't. Mm. Never. Well, Until you talk. I've never had. <laughs> Here's the deal, dude. You got a bougie taste in women. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. true, it comes out. It's true. Is that true? It is. And it's not bad. It's not bad. He, he dates beautiful girls. Know your and, worth, King. That's and all like, I'm saying. you know, I think it's because he came from the sticks. And so <laughs> did come he'll from the always sticks. have that eye for that, like, really pretty girl. Mm. He. Don't be mistaken. <laughs> Your boy doesn't mess around with anything less than a ten. <laughs> but does that so take that as a compliment? Yeah, but does that should. make me bougie? Well, I mean, th- those girls I consider bougie, and, and you know the ones that you have talked to are the you know we've known each other a long time. So like I've seen a, w- a girl here. There's and there. a pattern. Yeah, and and they're yeah. they're pretty girls. They're not like you're just like all around, you know. Plain Jane, kind yeah, of thing. just you okay. know, they're they're good looking girls, and Dallas has you know, Dallas does have good looking girls, a lot more good looking girls. Does it really? It does. It's, I've seen. It's I've seen. uh, wow. so Hinge. Dan, you better not have seen. I haven't seen. Uh, you seen a friend? A friend also, of mine. Shout out to our, our know who our engineer, engineer today is. Oh, what's up? Say what's up, Rock. Oh wait, <laughs> Rock's it's not, not Rock today. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's no camera for Abby's back there. But Abby's Dana's back wife. there. Yeah, she's she's doing the most today. So if the camera angles are better than they usually are, you know, just let me know and uh, we'll make sure. some adjustments. Or if they're worse than <laughs> they usually are. Or if they're worse, we'll also make <laughs> some adjustments. <laughs> we will be making adjustments regardless. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, we better not try to switch it too much. She's on her first day. I was going to say zoom in and you can catch his phone. It'll show your That's picture. That's what I was going for. Yeah, but... but You'd have to zoom in. Oh, no, no, Did you're fine. No, she, yeah, look, dude, go back to that camera. Let's do a look at her. Go a little closer. Okay, yeah, come to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, look at us. Now, there's... Now smile. <laughs> wow, that's actually big brain. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't have thought of that. Wow. wow. We're Contrast tech here at Kind of Nice Podcast. There, we go. there you Y'all are. think we're not doing it big. You're mistaken. We got if you guys are very confused right now because you're listening to just the audio, uh, go ahead and check out the Patreon <laughs> at patreon.com slash kind of nice so that you could see the full video episode, see all of our goober faces. We got a full studio, three camera setup. So you, uh, it's a little more interactive, a little more fun. And uh, help support us because it you know helps us keep going, help us make episodes. 
Uh, I blew it today with one of the potential sponsors, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> live and learn. Live and learn for sure. Uh, but I mean, we all do brand deals, right? We all like work with with brands. I feel like because you know mm-hmm. we we're full time influencers. I did air quotes for people that aren't um, <laughs> aren't seeing our aren't beautiful seeing our bougie faces. Once again, Patreon.com is kind of nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so working with brands throughout the year, um, I've come to find that there's there's like three categories for me. There's one like I really want the product. And like, I don't really care to get money. I just, I just want the product. And then if like whatever they want me to do to get the product, like I'm cool with, that'd be stuff like, you know, Norma Tech or like something like the, the upper echelon stuff of like athleticism. And then two, there's times where like, I just looking for like some revenue, right? Which was, this was what that was. Uh, and then the third category is like, I kind of want the product, but I also kind of want to get paid in there. I'm like, I can wiggle room both ways. Mm-hmm. This was this scenario and I'm going to kind of explain the situation so people don't make the same mistake I made. But this scenario pretty much was uh, they reached out to us and they sent me some product. And uh, But this brand, and they're like, brands, if you're listening to this and you're working with influencers, most of the time we, we don't we don't like care too much about the product. I make sure I, anything I ever do, I make sure that I try the product out and I like it myself or that it's not harmful before I promote it in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like the first thing when they reach out to me, I was like, Hey, before we go any further, send me a product. I'm going to try it. If you know, if it's fine, then I'll go forward. But like, I'm not going to negotiate anything until I've tried the product. Right. And they send me like a little sample pack of three. And I'm like, okay, like I've, you know, I was trying to get enough for you guys to try too. And I was like, oh, can you send me more? And they're like, no. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, and yeah. then they were like, yeah, this is, and they kept sending me dollar value amount of like what the retail price for the product was. And I was like, this is so annoying. Like, cause they, like, they know what they're doing. They're trying to like pretty much tell me like, oh, we're paying you $200 in product. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. like, that's not how this works. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, I got the full angle on this, right? I, I, I'm then a year into yeah. just brand yeah. deals. Give us your two cents, Grant. Grant yeah. is the brand master. And so this is what I'm going to say out there. It's both sides. Each side is growing. It used to be brands were like, you know, this is it. And you're getting all this value and I need this back. And, and but they're, we're both learning that, you know, companies have sent out a ton of stuff to random people and got nothing in return yeah. from it. Where honestly, People could send out product and they get hard because they're like, oh man, I'd send out a ton of product and no one's ever done anything for me. And then on the influencer side, I've learned to create value for companies and that happens ahead of time. I know if I'm going to bring value to them or not. And yes, the first thing is to say, yo, can I, can I, I'm not going to do anything until I send the product one, because it makes it more genuine Two, I got to actually know but that process has to happen. And if they don't send it, you're already gauging that that company's not interested in like genuine content from you in longer relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to know what you're getting into there. But once you, once they say, yeah, we'll send you some gear, then you got to do your job of actually thinking, am I really going to bring value to them? Do I use this every day? Because it's, it's, it's hard not to go, well, I'm just trying to get the bag. Cause we got to pay bills and no one thinks about that from an influencer side. Like, yeah. You know, I can't, pay my landlord, which right now is actually Nate, but uh, fit I, can't, aids. I can't pay him in fit aids and followers. You might be able to pay him in fit yeah, aids. Yeah, he, he take another situation. Aids. I don't live in Nate's house, but um, you know, so you, you have to actually make money. And so it becomes this like gameplay of knowing, okay, I actually use this product in and out every day. Mm-hmm. It's going to be easy to, to do. And that's how I've, especially the bigger ones that have actually started selling stuff like, um, like these, ice baths that I've been using, 
I put the code up, I make the videos, I'm using it, and I, I just throw the code up, and I've sold four of them, and at $7,000 a piece, that's $250 a, a commission, mm-hmm. it's worth it. I'm getting paid, and it's content I usually make doesn't feel like work. Do people buying ice baths like that? Yeah, seven grand. That's and crazy. I, that, I was wow. last, last I looked was at four, but I mean, it was, and it's wow. only been a couple of months of having it up, but I'm sure even more. This so is, if you guys are looking for a cold plunge, right. go ahead, save, go ahead. I think it's you save two hundred fifty bucks. If you, you got seven thousand yeah. dollars burning a hole in your pocket. Yeah, go hey, ahead and save some thing. money. I got a friends fancy in Dallas. Bath. They all have. I'm sure five you do. Have friends in Dallas. Ten, they're bougie. Five to yeah. ten thousand dollar ice baths. Yeah, just but more than go and buy it. Right, if you want to just see what I'm talking about, go on YouTube and put Island yeah. Ninja Cold Plunge review, and you'll see it. I give a full rundown, and that's that's my angle now with brands. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like today, I got new shampoo, and companies just start sending me stuff. For me creating is a part of what we do. So I'm always thinking of that and doing my job in that. And I don't let it bother me that brands want to pay or don't. I have my threshold for what I'm willing to do for free, Mm -hmm. which is if you send it to me, I can put a 15 second honest review. Do I like it or not? And then if I do like it, then I get serious with them and say, Hey, I'm looking for Mm long-term. So I'm willing to accept less pay if we do long-term or if we're not, I will. I had to take full rate up front, yeah. and then we'll find out from there if I give you the sales and it works out mutually beneficial. We move on. What's the lowest rate you've given in one of your honest reviews? Um, I think like six or four. Oh, four. What does four mean? Yeah, let to me go you. through them real quick. Four out of ten is trash. I know, yeah. but I'm asking, what does it mean to Grant? Four. Four is I wouldn't do it again. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Five above five <laughs> means I may give it another try. <laughs> Oh, I don't know where you took that camera. I'm worried. I think you know where I took that. Yeah. I mean, the way Grant was describing these funny. brand deals, it sounded like dating. No, that's not where I was going. Okay. But I know where you were going, and I like that. Uh, no, I'm yeah. clicking through them. So if you guys want to see the honest reviews, just go on my Instagram and then the little highlights there, the first one with a thumbs up, that's my honest reviews. And I'm just clicking through them right now to see what scores I put do up. Do you write the score? Or do you say it? I, I put them on there and I feel, I feel bad roasting people, but Dude, you don't really, here's my thing. I've watched some of them. You don't roast them enough. You're too nice. You're right. I, you well, gotta start trashing. A, this kind, one I trashed. Nice. This one I trashed. But Was that the, Bucky's? Here's the problem is I'm getting, yeah, people are Bucky's. sending me oh. stuff that I already oh. like. No one sent me stuff that I legit just think is trash other than that one drink I started it all off with that I immediately took a sip and went, this yeah, trash. this is trash. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm getting stuff I like. I don't know. Do I just start picking out stuff I don't like and then saying like, yeah, there's a lot of seven People out of 10s. Send them spicy Latinas and is and right. Yeah. So if y'all are listening to this, like send me something, you know, send me something or, or tell me to review something you like. And uh, that way I'll know because, you know, a lot of stuff I'm getting, I definitely like. So it's time to start. I feel like you also like a lot of things, though. Yeah. You do like a lot of things. Like, which is good. Which is good, yeah. I'd rather better. like a lot of things and hate a lot Dude, of things. Dude, that's yeah. the truth. I'm, let me just name, name, name two things you don't like. Two things I don't like? Yeah. I don't focus on How negative. wide is the spectrum of, like, categories or topics Anything. right now? Just, I don't, it's got to be a like, product, though. I don't like bougie people. It's got to be a product. Got to be a product. Like bougie product. Two products you're not into. No, I do not like bougie women. <laughs> I'll go, I'll we go. have to change the definition. <laughs> one, one thing, cognac. That junk is garbage. What is that? What is it's, cognac? It's, oh, it's alcohol. alcohol. It's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, well, I hate that. <laughs> just one thing off the it's bat. It's like a dessert kind oh, of alcohol, sucks. but it's... It's, I'm gonna yeah, go. I'm gonna go stubbing my toe. That's never fun. That's not a product. A product. You can't dog. sell stubbing no. your toe. No, I'm, 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 no I, one can send me a stubbing <laughs> your toe. Here's the deal, though. I don't like stubbing my toe. You also can't. Not and stub I don't your like toe. when I'm in the bathroom and I forget to look, check the toilet paper, and I look over and there's no toilet paper. 
That's mm. that's two things I don't Maybe like. Maybe there's a product service available from there's that. There's nothing to do with products. Here's the Unlimited problem. Unlimited solution. Continual. <laughs> Infinity TP. Um, yeah. Mm. All right. So, name one product then. At least give me one product each. Real uh, quick, bang, what you don't like. Oh, product you, I don't, don't like? like something don't like. that we haven't used? Just, yeah, you just think of like that product sucks. I'm oh, trying man. to look in here for something I don't like, but I wouldn't have it in here if I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is an awful space. To it's the only space. That's what I'm saying. That's why honest things. reviews is tough is yeah. because it's so, we keep around what we like. And hats. Then I don't like hats. Any hat. I love hats. Yeah. Hats are so great. So New Era, you know them, right? New no. Era. No. Why, Grant? I, no, I'm just saying. Oh, I'm just New saying. Era's never going to work with Daniel because exactly. he's trashed him okay. on the podcast. No, I'm just saying. No, no, no. Send me something, New Era. I've got an open mind. This is the fault. This is the fault. Why I Please don't hate me. Honest reviews. Is because we do need to pay the bills. I sure. do need brand deals. That's the deals. thing, though. You can't. Yeah, you can't. I can't just, pay a bill with yeah. a hat. But I have to be honest. Could, bill. Because okay. if New Era came to you I'm, and said, "Yo, we got to make you the Daniel Gill hat," sell it. Then what? That's true. You'll wear it. That's you'll true. wear that hat, and that's Maybe, why it's got to be honest. Hair. You got to be honest and go. I'm not going to wear hats. You don't wear hats. I don't wear hats. That's the way it is. So I know if a hat deal comes along, I have to be in my head already ready to say. Ugh, I can't do it because yeah. I'm not gonna wear it. Yeah, that's true. And the same thing happened with um, this one like little air purifier device. Oh, they were gonna be five. It cost five thousand. No, they were gonna pay me five thousand for one post. Oh, and then the device cost a thousand. Now they sent it. I was like, all right, cool. You know, five thousand easy money. Let's do this. And uh, and then it's like some crystals that like ionize <laughs> the. It was bogus. And I just said to him, hey, I'm so sorry. I have to send this back. I don't believe in it, but you know, thank you. And they thank go, you, you know, for the 5k. Don't worry about it. Keep no, it. He, he didn't take the money. <gasps> yeah. I didn't take the 5k. That's no. wild. Yeah, I said, wow. Well, I was going to send it back and he said, don't send it back. And I just sold it on Facebook marketplace. Said, just go ahead and throw it away. For $900. Well, yeah. Took a hundred off and said, thanks. <laughs> so, I mean, shout out to that company for letting me keep it. But, you got to know ahead of time or we're doing a disservice to influencers, brand people by always being like, well, I don't like this, but uh, you should try it too. Like, cause mm, then yeah. everyone's going to read through the nonsense. Like you got to start really being honest with what you mm-hmm. would use. And we, we, that's hard to do though. Dude, we I live don't in know, a world where I you can't be would, honest dude, like that. If an air purifier just didn't do anything. Like in my, in my head, it's like, as long as it's not harmful, that's and true. It's like, you know, cause even like a placebo could work for somebody, right? They're like, oh, my air is very unpure. And they just get this thing. That's just kind of spewing out mist and they're like oh this air is so pure now and they just feel better then technically that kind of worked right That's so true. like as long as yeah. it's not going to harm people i'm usually okay with you know um posting about it i'd be curious about this air purifier huh. yeah i mean how I, much I are you actually supposed to feel a difference with an air purifier like well it's probably a little bit like water you know I'm, i always hype on high quality water oh this and guy's all about the water can't always taste you the that mountain but spring water i drink a lot of mountain valley mountain, mountain valley variations no he's got the but the i go i go bougie on my water i've got i've got a four thousand dollar water purification ionizer <laughs> machine i got it in 2016 <laughs> that's free in my mind but <laughs> you you can't always tell the health benefits within one day some True. things you can yeah. but it's other it's like you understanding exercise well you when you advise someone to begin an exercise program it's like hey you're not going to see results for one to three months mm-hmm. and that's just minimal results. and usually yeah. you don't even begin to feel or see those results until um it's too late after you've you've stopped and right. i mean one thing i learned about like supplements or, or things like that like 
it's not supposed to feel like as if you're taking a like some form of medication where it's like, right. oh, instant relief. Yeah, instant, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, my headaches. I, I'm taking an Advil. I feel instantly, you know, right. better. Good. You're not supposed to feel that way with supplements or right. some of these like, you know, um, health tools and this technology. So it's like, oh, I'm turning on my my air purifier. <sighs> Instant relief. Right. Well, not necessarily, right. um, but you are gonna going to receive the benefits. You know, if you're sleeping and using that thing for like eight hours or so every night. But that's yeah. where I wonder. I wonder how much, like, you know, how actually um, effective it is. Right. You know, or tools of that nature. I don't know. So we should experiment. I wrote down some experiment. some stuff first to talk about. Uh, the the first thing I've written down. I'm just going down the list is uh, for me. I was thinking yesterday. Uh, and this is kind of, we can go in the athletic realm, but we can go out of it is for me learning like hard skills or like things that are very technical to do and things that require a lot of repetition, almost like the 10,000 hour rules for you to be able to do mm-hmm. it comfortably. Um, and the reason I kind of like thought about this is cause like, you know, skate, I've been trying to pick up skateboarding and it's like harder than I thought it was going to be and some other stuff, but there's also some skills that, that I have now that to me today are like super easy to do. But if you take me like two, three, maybe five years ago, like I wasn't able to like even do it. Um, but, you know, putting in more reps, whether that be like skateboarding, volleyball, ninja, any kind of sport, you have to put in almost like so many reps until almost you discover like a new aspect of a skill that wasn't there before. Because when you're just trying to like kind of do something, it could be hard just learning the skill. But then once you're comfortable with it, you understand like intricacies in it and that that make you even better. Now, the question I've written down is what's the hardest skills you've ever learned? And was it worth it? Um, mm. So... We're going to go around the table. Mm. I'll go first. I brought it up so you guys can think about it a little bit. I need to stop dropping this thing. Um, for me, that would probably, uh, the hardest thing I probably ever learned to do was like control my body and like ninja and like air awareness and mm. learning how to fall and like all that stuff. Just way harder than people think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause putting like almost eight years into that. And now I look at it as like a, um, almost a gimme, right? But like you see other people move and you go into other sports and having this body awareness is like really good in other sports too. So that's something that I kind of put in a lot of time unconsciously. But now that I have that skill, it's like easy for me to like fall and like I'm more comfortable doing certain things. Like we talked about this on the uh, last episode about Austin. Um, But also I feel more comfortable in situations where people might not be like so we're in the big crowd in the stadium but I see like any fence that I can climb or anything I can climb. I'm like, I can get out of here very fast Mm -hmm. because I know how to move. And so that's a skill that has applied to my life in other aspects other than sport. Um, So what do you guys, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, no, that's good. And honestly, like what you're saying was like the difference between like, or the, the, the gap between getting your toes wet in something new and then learning how to actually swim and then like learning different maneuvers or learning different, you know, uh, ways to do that, to get around in the water. And so, I mean, for me, as far as like skills, um, honestly, I would say when it comes to, you know, this air quote of being an entrepreneur, like working for myself and, and, uh, that whole industry and environment, I was like learning to negotiate, learning to negotiate, mm-hmm. learning to understand what like my value and my worth That's is, good. and then learning to actually be able to communicate that. That's and it. just, That's just it. like yeah. you said, Grant earlier, where it's not like, Oh, any deal that, you know, is even offered to me, like I have to, like I have to say yes, or I have to bend over backward to whatever it is you guys are asking me, regardless of how I might personally feel about it, as long as, you know, the money is right, or this big enough brand is, you know, uh, the one that I'm talking about or talking with. So I think that 
was a huge, huge endeavor the last like two years for me trying to, you know, actually act on my own behalf, have these conversations, whether it's, you know, email, uh, phone call, uh, Zoom, it's been a lot of Zooms the last couple of years, mm. uh, but to then step into any conversation, talking about business, talking about knowing what I bring to the table and then um, negotiating all the ins and outs and just saying, okay, guys, like if this works out, awesome. Like that's the plan, obviously. Like we want this to be a win for everybody, but if it's not, I'm okay with saying no and mm-hmm. saying, you know, have a great, you know, uh, find so, like good luck finding someone. Uh, I think you can. Mm-hmm. S- some people will say yes to whatever your demands are. Sounds but, like dating again. Yeah, in a way, in a way. Uh, actually, this can be again. harder because in this case, you're like Circling making money. And so it's harder to, <laughs> it can be harder it's to tough. walk away from business deals like that than be like, oh yeah, this is a it's tough bad relationship. It's tough financial place too it changes everything yeah yeah and there are times where it's like okay what am i willing to do for x amount um yeah and what it what what is that amount going to have to be for me to actually say yes to something of this nature that's just like more difficult for me to 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 work around with so i think negotiation is something that one i was so so bad at for years and years and my wife will tell you, I would just like get paid in like high fives and coffee mugs and sleeping on people's couches <laughs> and <laughs> that doesn't fly anymore. And I know how to, how to actually, uh, tactfully, um, you have those conversations it's good. and I'm very, good. very pleased with it. And it took a long time. Yeah. It took a long time and still goes against the nature of me being kind of like a people pleaser yes. in my own personality. Cause I tell people all the time, you got to find out what your strengths are. Cool. We can all figure out what our strengths are. Isolate those pretty easily. But once you find out and isolate and actually look at your weaknesses, mm-hmm. then you can, you can make some huge strides in life. And that was a big, big weakness of mine for so, yeah, so long. That's good. I could, I'm definitely the same nature as you. I think kid's probably the best baseline personality negotiator. He'll just that's say true. hard no to everything if it doesn't. I appreciate fully that connect. about you, kid. So that's that's no. one of his strengths. It's our weaknesses. Grant's yeah. in between. He's an excellent negotiator now. I think Grant's just been hurt too many times. He knows yeah, better it's now. It's true. I, I've, I've learned trial by fire. Yeah. So I, I definitely was just adding, and I don't mean to interrupt, but I did just, the quick point about that is just like if you're getting into to just like you're getting a skateboard and you realize it's harder than you think. If you're getting into being an entrepreneur, this skill has to be there. Yes. And knowing your worth is one, which mm-hmm. is like figuring out, okay, what's the going rate? What do I bring versus the rest of the people bring? And then the dance of like, okay, you want me to come there, but then how do I go? Well, is it worth money or not worth money? Well, you know, thank you, but no thank you. And being able to keep yourself separate from that, mm-hmm. even if your money's tight and you're like, yeah. I really need this money. You have to set boundaries and boundaries, like just like in the world that you're going to do and not do, you set those in your mind of like, I'm not going to go work this much just for exposure. Mm-hmm. When I have the time, I can do exposure, but not till I have it mm-hmm. extra. Can I give extra? And so you have to hold that up to every moment of conversation and be like, and hopefully when you're really good at it, you're still nice. You're still pleasing yeah. people yeah, and yeah. being nice mm-hmm. and say, hey, that's really cool. This is not where I'm at right now. Good luck. Yeah. And that's very tough. And I'm, I mean, I'm still learning too, but I've, I've been smoked (laughs) uh, by so many bad situations that I've just learned. And I hope people don't have to learn from the, that angle. Cause then you're, you're mad. Yeah. You get jaded. Yeah. Yeah. You never want to be like desperate. Like in, in yeah, like especially really in, in this scenario, you really don't never be thirsty. Yeah. If, well, and you even if you are right, even that. if you're living paycheck to paycheck and you need that money to pay for your bills, for your food, for whatever, um, 
you never want to be desperate. If you are desperate, that's one thing. But if you're showing desperation through negotiations, Mm -hmm. you're so screwed, like off the rip. If I could tell that like somebody's desperate, like you could take advantage of them fully. Matthew McConaughey McConaughey hit it well in his book, (laughs) Green Lights. He talked about after he got his first acting gig, he meets this producer, moves to Hollywood. He's sitting on the couch for a month or two and he starts going, man, I I got, I need, I need the next role to make it. And this guy freaks out on him and says, no, you got to get out of here until you change your mindset and you come back and you don't need anything, but yeah. you want it. And mm-hmm. he, he sent him off on a road trip in Europe and he came back and he's like, cool, I'm, I want to act, but I don't need to. Yeah. yeah. Shifts everything. So that's, yeah. that's good. I think Grant, he's taught me a lot in the negotiation space and valuing myself and my time because I was similar to you, Daniel. <sighs> and in my corporate world, I didn't have to negotiate. Like yeah. the salary was offered and I knew what I had to do to keep getting raises. It was like clear cut for me yeah. and it wasn't a people skill was more so technical. Mm-hmm. So learning the entrepreneurial side was Oof. way outside of my comfort zone. So my answer to the question is more around, there's two ways you can go about building a skill set, And one is recognizing your strengths, mm-hmm. a, a base, you know, we're probably all natural athletes to some degree. And you begin seeing like, Oh, I've, I've learned how to do this and overcome that. Now ninja seems like the thing I want to set my sights on. And then you begin the 10,000 yeah. hours that we've all gone through for the past decade. Yeah. That's one side of it. And then there's the other side of necessity. Yeah. We're like, I, I'm not a natural negotiator. I'm a people pleaser. Oh, but I have to shore up these deficiencies mm-hmm. or I'm going to really suffer for a long time. And, and there's this outside catalyst of like, you got a wife, you want to be able to take care Dude, of more than just yourself. So many factors. And so it's, it's good that it pushes you and there. That's and that's why you don't get a wife. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, that's, she, wait. She's the wait, best thing in my whole wait, entire that's, life. That's, that's, that's full on getting clipped out of context. No, <laughs> don't, don't, don't clip that. That's not what I mean. It was a joke. That's totally what he meant. Oh, no. We're all trying to get to the oh, Daniel no. Abbey level. No, that's, that's a really good point. Nate was bringing up. I think that I thought we could do a whole section just on all us talking about what it's like to come from a bit of fame to then how do we use it? Yes. A, very, a very small bit of fame. Yeah. Like well, I mean like really for what it, I mean, kids what? the lamest of us all. <laughs> no, I mean, but honestly, like Daniel's won the show. Yeah. Nate's won another show. We have a podcast. <laughs> You're supposed to start from the bottom oh! and go up. No, and, and so Unbelievable. There, yeah. With that being said, it is it's a thing. It's a thing to dance, and and you do have brands that come out to you, and you, they ask you to do something you don't want to do, and so much much of this has been trial by fire, and um. I mean, I have a degree in marketing, so I kind of had a little Mm -hmm. bit of a start in Mm -hmm. this. And I've always been, I naturally, I've seen with Nate the most, because we've lived together, how he naturally has an engineering brain and the way he acts and processes, he thrives under structure. And I sometimes will just kick back against structure until I've learned like, oh wait, I a little bit of structure actually makes me thrive. Mm. Too much structure makes me completely reject it. Mm. And so that's that's where he'll have a little bit more structure he thrives in. A little too much makes me like literally hate it. Um, that's maybe a little bit of the artistic brain for my mom yeah. or whatever, but we've been able to talk and see and, and really kind of piece. How do you do this? And you know how, to, cause there's been times we've been able to play, you know, we've grown from taking L's on all kinds of stuff to really playing off each other. Mm-hmm. When he had a gig where he was like really wanting to do it, but it didn't really work out for him. And, and I just told him, Hey man, you either need to be in or out. And he was like, you're right. right I'm out. And when he went out, he said, Hey, I'll recommend grant to do it. 
And then I, it was the army and I was like, yo, okay, well, boom, I know how business works. Finders fee, you get 10%. Now I'm going to hit them with a fat rate. Cause I know it's the army and, <laughs> uh, shout out. It was dope though. I also charged him a fat rate because so it made me dope. jump out of a plane. <laughs> what um, the, it was like my dream. Yeah. Why'd well, you say no? Something I had already committed to a oh. almost non-paying event. Oh, man of your word though. Character integrity. That was That's important. And, and, and I, and I, hopefully this is how the Lord worked it out. Yeah. Right. Is like cool, I, I hit this and I give him 10%. Now I charge him $32,500. He no, gets he, cut of he, that. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. You know, and so that's that's how it still that's works out bag. for him to go, okay, it's not going to work for whatever reason. And he goes, all right, I, I can't do it. Oh, by the way, Grant, blah, blah, blah. Hit me, I negotiate, I get it. Boom, he still gets paid, I get paid. We're stoked, right? That w- there's moments like that work out because we've, We've been able to both grow mm-hmm. in the areas of what we needed. I needed to grow in negotiating and being more upfront about money. And and that was me, big for me to go, this is the big check. This is the biggest check I had at the time to get paid where I was like, well, maybe, you know, $200 and I'll do that. I'm like, no, you want me to jump out of a plane? You want me to film all this stuff? You want me to pay all my editors? You want me to pay the filmer? And so I, it was my practice of saying, I need to be serious about money here. Mm-hmm. And this was his practice about going like, this is a really great opportunity but we can't take all opportunities. I'm not going to do it. And so the benefit was we still both scored. Yeah, I know it's a tough one and it's hard to look past like, oh, grant me money. And did. there's still a growing that happens in the entrepreneur world to say it's one of the hardest things that he's doing is to say no to something that is almost really good. It could be good, but it's not the best one or the right one. So you got to go, I'm, I'm sorry. This is a paying thing, but I don't wear hats, right? It's like you gotta be because I, <laughs> I don't. Wear I, you're I just five, don't like boating. You're giving, yeah, you're giving me five thousand dollars. I want that five thousand dollars to make one post, but I don't believe in crystals, so I can't do it. Yeah, and that's very hard to do. Yeah, yeah. Staying true to your integrity, and this one wasn't a no because it didn't align with my value. This was like everything I had written up and dreamed about and prayed for. I was like, this is what I want to be able to do, but I'd already made a commitment and. One thing I wafed around on is like, well, can I, can I back out on that commitment? Cause it's not a big deal. Mm. And, and then can I do this one? Cause it's a bigger deal and flip flopping around on that and, but wanting to maintain integrity. So, yeah. And sometimes I think there's a way to navigate that for sure. Yes. But, and so the cool way that this situation worked out one, the, the commitment I had made is with someone who's now a ministry sponsor of mine who, who pays for and covers a lot of my travel to go to different events. And that's what I've done the past year. And so I had committed to this person. They live out in Uvalde, Texas. That's why I've been out there a lot. Um, and and I was doing an event in Uvalde. And when this came up, long story short, I, I just stayed committed to them. And I said, okay, now it's the next space, space of this. Well, Grant, I could look at him as a competitor, like, and he crushes everything he does. So if I give him this thing, they're going to call him back instead of me back. Mm. So I'm going to either end my future opportunities with them or do I want to look at it like he's a friend and I love seeing him be blessed and thrive in what he does. And he does the same for other people. So let me think about a rising tide lifts all ships. Yeah. So I'm going to pass that to him and, and we'll let it go from whatever happens. And then I'm going to stay committed here. And the, the sad part was the event that I had committed to had a COVID outbreak and they canceled it. No. And so time rolls around and Grant had already gotten the deal. And then they were like, Hey, you're, you're uh, you're out from our commitment. So whatever you wanted to do, you can go back and do that. That's a big slap in the face. Now, now the negotiation side, it was a cool God test though. Cause it, it's worked out when I, 
talked it out with the, the one leader of this organization, I was able to share, Hey man, here's what's on the table for me. I got this 20 K offer with something I really want to do. And I'm stoked about it. And I, I do need that money, but I've already committed to you guys. And my integrity and my word is more important, but can you work with me? Is this a big deal for me to back out of this event? And this guy's cool. He's like, Hey, thanks for bringing that to me. I'm glad we had that relationship. And I would never do that in the past. I would already assume this guy's going to be pissed. Mm. And so I can't talk about it or I'll just go ahead and back out and make the decision for him. So I talked it out and, and he's like, I respect whatever you need to do. If you need to do this, cool. Um, we would appreciate it if you honor your word on that. Mm. Cause he's like the founder of this ministry and this organization He's 82 and he's not really going to see the, the gray areas he, in this. Well, as soon as he says that, bro, you're in like, it's like, yeah, it's, it's a, almost a thing of like, if he were to be like, Oh, we can kind of reschedule this and that. But as soon as he goes like, Oh yeah, honor your word. You're like, ah, I guess. I'm yeah. Gonna. Yeah. And he yeah. goes, he goes, hey, this guy's 52. He's a big time movie producer. He's really cool up in Arkansas. He's like, I understand. And I'm totally cool with you making that decision to go with this deal. Yeah. But because this is in the founder's hometown, it's his event he's not going to understand and you're going to, yeah. you're going to mess up that relationship. If you value yeah. that relationship and stick to it. So long story short, now I'm a year and a half in with them Yeah, and they've been a, a big, they're the biggest sponsor of what I'm doing right now. And they're, wow. they're the reason I'm able to do what I am doing, which is wow. being on the road a lot. And so it ended up being, I'm going to get, I'm going to get more through them than I would have through this one time deal. Now there's a wow. time and money value of that. But regardless, I saw how God kind of blessed it all where Grant, hit his biggest win at the time. He blessed me back in some of that. I looked about a rising tide lifts all ships instead of thinking about a competitor who's yeah. going to now get what I wanted. And yeah, it's, it's cool how it's worked out. So that's real cool. Yeah, that's good. These are skills. This yeah. is actually like yeah, one we, skill that we've all still, just yeah, got. I mean, we totally blew that. I, I hope people really about. know though, like there, there's so much behind yeah. doing, uh, being an athlete, whatever, and getting into brand deals before even brand deals, do, doing live in-person events mm -hmm. where I legit had, 10 to 15 ninjas talk to me on a regular calling me, asking me, Hey, okay. I'm, I was asked to come out to this event and they want this. What do I do? How much is it for? Hey, I'm mm -hmm. going to speak to this school. How much should I charge? Hey, I'm going to go speak to this church. Like, how do I negotiate that? How do I, and yeah, I just for years would give the next bit of advice that I learned from yeah. the last mistake. <laughs> um, but it, but it did become like a very thing that, you know, we could talk a lot about just simple stuff of, 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 the difference between being a nice person and also holding enough value so that in yourself so that people recognize that value in you. Because when you just hang and stay and stay and stay and stay and wear yourself to no end, there is a point of that that people don't they don't realize that they're taking from you so much. And then you leave burnt out. They are like, oh, that was great. But they don't see, oh, they they really just did all that. You know, there's an um, element of like this ends here mm -hmm. and that's healthy for them to know, Oh, we're, we won't over ask. Yeah. And you feel like you got your value versus just being aimless and just lost in the ship of what's happening for this event. Yeah. yeah. No negotiations. It's just like, it's fun for me. I don't know. I like, I enjoy it. And I think when you come a place from a place that's not desperation, Oh, I know you do. It's fun. Listen to our podcast about <laughs> Austin. Uh, this yeah, man's how you're slinging wristbands. I was slinging with dude. <laughs> I would have been just as content just staying out there slinging wristbands the entire night. No, dog, <laughs> and I was happy for you because I could see you in the in the zone. Um, but no, yesterday I uh, got a new bike, uh, and it was kind of a negotiation thing on that subject. Uh, so I bought a, uh, this road bike for two hundred bucks, like I don't know, a year ago. Never used it because road bikes suck. 
Um, <laughs> Correct. And, and tell me how you really feel. I have a I have a trail bar, a hardtail, which is like for for trails and stuff and going up and down. Uh, so I have that, and that's the one I mainly use. And I was like, dude, I want to get like a second hardtail so I could ride, you know, with a friend or something, because nobody wants to ride a road bike because again they suck. Uh, so I've been trying to. I could either sell this road bike. It's like a really old road bike. It's like a a carbon road bike. Back in the day, this, this thing was probably worth like a thousand five hundred bucks. Because, but it's like from nineteen. Like the bike is as old as me, right? Wow. From like nineteen ninety nine, ninety eight. Uh, it's a really good bike, but again, road bikes suck. I don't want it. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, okay. It's going to be really hard to sell this thing because nobody's going to buy like a vintage bike like this. Mm. So I've been trying to find people on Facebook market that are selling hardtails and just trade. Right. And just like so I I, found, I thought I found this guy this Mormon guy um, about, I think, two weeks ago. That's relevant because um, because oh, it'll, it's be, it'll be relevant, actually. Okay. It's relevant. So I, I messaged this Mormon guy and he's talking about uh, he's like, yeah, I just, I just like want a different bike. This bike just isn't like, it's, I want to change it up. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, uh, I didn't realize he pretty much hinted to like the bike being his main source of transportation, but he didn't fully say that. So I'm like, okay, but the guy lives like 40 minutes from me. So I was like, Hey, if I'm coming down there, like we're doing this trade, like I don't want to mess around. Like, here's the picture. Here's the bike. Like there's no surprises. Like this bike is exactly how I say it is. Like, are you, you we're doing this right? He says, yeah, okay, come down. I come down. He like explains the situation and he's telling me like, yeah, you know, this is my main source of transportation. I go around and do like ministry stuff or whatever what they do called. Is it ministry or is it? They don't call it ministry. They it's call mission. it their mission. Mission. Like mission, yeah. mission. So he's like, I'm on mission here. Yeah. And so I'm biking everywhere. And, and in my mind, I'm thinking, dog, this is the worst decision you could make. Like if you get this road bike, like you, you're so not stoked because you can only be on hard like concrete. If you're on anything other than that, you're going to pop the tires or just mess something up. Uh, it's also, there's no shocks on it. So you're going <laughs> to drill a hole in your butt because it, it's just a hard seat. So in my mind, I'm thinking this as he's checking out the bike. I'm like, okay, uh, this guy's making a poor decision. But in my mind, I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Like I shouldn't care. You know, I drove 40 minutes down here, but then I kind of tell him like, uh, I kind of like hint at him and I'm like, Hey man, yes, you know, it's probably not like, I didn't say it's not a good idea, but I was like, you know, it's, it's going to be rough on that bike for you. Like, and he was just like, yeah, now that you mentioned it, and I was like, I'm such an idiot. Why did I tell him that? Oh my God. What a good heart. And then he goes, he goes like, yeah, I don't think I could do this trade. And I was like, mm. I was like, yeah, cool, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of here, man. And he was just like, oh, what, I can, what can I do for you? And I was like, absolutely nothing. I'm just going to leave. Just going to cry in my car. Uh, 20 bucks for gas. Yeah. But yeah, because he's Mormon, he's doing, why are they only on bikes? That's what I don't get. So get a car, guy. Like, yeah, I don't is there something in there like, their book that says like Val will only ride bikes around when doing well, mission work. Yeah, they're not Amish, so <laughs> not Amish. Yeah. They, they use all normal technology. I don't know what it is about they're just in the way fitness. they do mission. That's got to be rough in Houston, man. Think about that. Yes, dude, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I was like, you're gonna die on this road, Show like <laughs> sopping wet to someone's There's house. Gonna be a I mean, news. it keeps you in the mix, right? If you're on a yeah. bike and you're going door to door, I assume that's what they do. Yeah. It's like, disarming, probably. You know, you're gonna drive one block and park. And then drive one block and then park like, you know. Just, I would, if I was Mormon, I'd cruise on a one wheel for sure. Yeah, if you're going to hit a whole neighborhood, dude. I, I, I've been trick-or-treating. and banging. Well, it's Halloween, you know. I, I, I've i been trick-or-treating. You know, the best way to do it is on foot, yeah. right? So right. it's like it's that. True. Dude, how 
serious did you guys take trick-or-treating trick back in the day? Because me and, like, my group <laughs> of friends, we would plan it out. Like, we would get the pillowcases, too, so you could maximum wow. efficiency. Yeah. You'd get a they full pillowcase. It doesn't break. You just throw it over your shoulder. Exactly. Like Santa Claus it's just, bag. it's just a bag. Yeah. Right? I'll, just, I'll say I took it as serious as the other day I was driving through Memorial, which is, like, super nice homes that I never... Mm. I These are compounds. Mm-hmm. And I my brain didn't go, man, these houses are so nice. My brain went... <laughs> I need to trick or treat here. <laughs> That's literally what I thought to myself. I knew the neighborhoods. I knew who had the king size candy bars they were handing out. I knew like you gotta know those houses, the ones that have the big candy bars. Here's oh, the real man. question. I need everyone to weigh in. If the bowl is there and it says just take one, oh. what are you doing? Are you just taking one? Are you grabbing a handful? Here's the thing. You back in the day, ways. back in the day, you know, this is this is pre-saved kid, you know, I was just I was messing <laughs> around. <laughs> I would just grab. So I was just grabbing one bowl, dog. I was grabbing one bowl. You were dumping the bowls. <laughs> I was out oh. of there. This is. This I was is, like, oh, one, yeah, you know, one. that's just one bowl. I'm out of here. This is what I want us to cut to the clip to put online. I want to know what people really do. This pre-saved kid is taking the whole bowl. bowl. I was dumping the bowl. Yep, yeah. yep. Most of the time, unless there's people. If it's just me and there, me, the bowl and God, I'm dumping the bowl. <laughs> if it's if there's like some people around and there's like a line right and people are kind of taking it, you can't do that in front of people. There's people behind you. Right. That's an bowl. instant judgment. So then right you just kind of grab a God, little you can delay right. it. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Wow. It's like, Lord, you'll bring this up at the end of my life. Cool. I'm okay with that. But these people right here, if they right, see me do this, me. I'm judging dealing with this now. Well, they're, just, they're just like, imagine there's a line of people behind you and they're just trying to take like, you know, one or two pieces of candy out of this bowl. And they see that there's a bunch of candy in the bowl. I go up there. They're behind me, and then the bowl is empty. They're gonna be like, "Wait a minute!" And you're just like, "Wait a minute, what just happened?" What if you're last in line? Uh, oh, if you're last in line, then you're good to go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're the bowl. The bowl. Dude, right. it was funny because this one house would always do that, and they they would put a camera in their doorway. There was a glass door. They'd have a camera filming the bowl, oh, as though that wow. was gonna stop me when I'm in full costume. <laughs> you can't see my face. Nowadays, you'd be like, "Have you seen this ghost?" Yeah. <laughs> you'd be on YouTube for that now. Yeah. Literally, dude. I just have like I have a burka on, and I'm like, "Come at me!" Yeah. You don't know me, man. man actually, awesome. we didn't do much trick-or-treating it's not that my family was like against it at all I mean I grew up in a Christian household so they were like well yeah like yeah dress up as like whoever you want but dress also up as like Jesus please only Jesus said, walk around the living room and collect high then. fives <laughs> you can get a high five from your brothers and sisters <laughs> happy Halloween no but we were just it was it was uh, we always had like like fall festivals like or trunk or treating so it was mm-hmm. like but there's no like neighborhoods near where you Grew up, right? No, no, no. Growing up, we had neighborhoods. Yeah, we didn't move out into the the sticks until I was like... I don't know, we 12, lied? 13 years old, yeah, but like yeah. most of my childhood, we, I went trick-or-treating like two or three times and it was fun. That's it? Yeah. No, every other year though, we would hit up like two or three churches, yeah. like fall festivals and would just, I mean, if you guys don't know, I mean, the church people, they just give it all away for free. Mm-hmm. So we were just like... So, so does everybody else. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Literally. The church is like, hey, we're going to bring them in with candy. So this kid comes up and plays this game or, yeah. or does this thing, like we're going to load them up. We're yeah. going to make the them games. want to come yeah. to church. And so... Nice. Bro, we we always we always came out uh, with a win, and it was uh, the Lord but, and some candy. <laughs> one the one thing that was cool about the few times that I actually did go door to door trick or treating um, was I'll never forget. There were several occasions where the elderly couple like ran out of candy, and they were giving out dollar bills, hey, fives, that's a tens, for ones. I don't know, but it was really good. One. What? I bet it was based off your reaction when they said we don't have any more candy, and if it was like ah. Uh, 
I already got a bag. They're like, okay, dollar. But if you're like, oh, they're like, oh, this kid needs a 10. He needs a 20. Do you want to reward poor, you know, outbursts like that? People? It's just the level of of disappointment. They're like, oh, we just ran out of like $1 bills. I was like, I got Venmo. (laughs) (laughs) This is the way kid works. You got your bag of candy in your ear and he's like, and on my Venmo, I have a credit card slider on your phone. Wow. It's not a trick. That is, that is our generation. Yeah. Yeah. Up. yeah well, I asked my students yesterday, sorry, short little thing. This was super funny. Yesterday, I was like, all right, kids, we're doing a name game at the, the classes that I was coaching. And I was like, all right, guys, name games. Like, I want to tell everyone your name and then your, your favorite costume. It could be the costume you're wearing this year or like your all time favorite if you could pick one costume. Super, like it, it landed flat because half the kids are like, well, I don't want to wear costumes, right? And they, and these kids are like kids, they should be yeah, all into costumes. But I had one group of 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 a family of six boys. Oh, they were homeschooled for sure. Mm. This is a wild and bunch of little, six boys. Little, no, 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 little little uh, kid halfway in the mix, the middle child. I'll call him Timmy. Timmy, Timmy is like uh, six years old, seven years old, and then he's like, uh, Coach Daniel. Um, we don't, our family doesn't celebrate Halloween. We don't wear costumes. None of it. And I was like, pagans. Oh, and I was like, well, you know, that's fine. I said, I I don't celebrate Halloween either. I said, but you better believe I love dressing up as a costume and celebrating and eating candy. And he was like, you could just see the wheels spinning behind his eyes because he knows, he knows coach Daniel's the kingdom ninja Christian. So when I didn't (laughs) jump in the narrative, he was like, wait, does not compute. Am I missing something? Am I I was like, yeah, I was like, don't celebrate Halloween, but better believe you you can dress up as a character and get some free candy. Like you just got to know how to do it. I can get candy. And not be a Satanist. <laughs> wow. All right. Awesome. It's easy. Can we hit real quick best or your favorite Halloween outfit? Hold, yeah, on, dude. hold on, hold Ninja. on. I want to share my oh, okay. trick or treat experience first. It's, Did you have many? So or was it- it's still a very vivid memory for me. This trick or treat experience where I never have been trick or treating wow. ever. Was this Wait, like what? a couple not years once. ago now? No, I still haven't. Never. Still never? We, we weren't allowed to as a kid. I'm shooketh. <laughs> I am shooketh You as were well. the child that I spoke to then. Yes. <laughs> and if I had seen an Timmy example like you, it would have been, wait, 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 wait. I'm missing wait. out. So we were never allowed to dress up, never oh. trick or treat. Now I have dressed up as an adult. What happened when people Shout out to my Thor costume that trick or treat? Um, you just tell them. We would keep the light out. And this, and now we lived in the city in the hood in Memphis for a while, and then we're out in the boonies of Arkansas. And then I've been in both places, but we always like kept the light out. And then I think if someone knocked, I don't. We're we didn't hand here. out candy. I mean, we didn't Fog really have candy. Nobody's home. He's handing out. He's handing out scriptures. I bet. <laughs> I bet my dad had a track that he was handing out. I would. I would bet money. Yeah. I don't fully remember. I would be embarrassed. Dude, and I we would, fully. Uh, so our house setup has like an entryway with like um. There's you a like little pillars like, on both sides. on both sides. My dad would set up a jump scare where it'd oh, be a fishing line man. and like a little scary like thing that would drop on people. Either like a spider or something, <laughs> and he would awesome. just stand at the door and just drop it on them. Okay, that would love that. Yeah, it was, no, it was, how long was it I need time? to go then, trick or treating this Monday <laughs> Dude, back we, in Dallas where it's busy. When, when we dressed for, uh, as Iron, what was it? Uh, uh, Aquaman and Thor. Was that? Was that? Just for that was for the premiere. That wasn't was a even, movie. That was just for a movie. Wow. Okay, you guys I was thinking that up, we were just dressing up for the premiere. That was dope, though. But it was so. What movie was that? Uh, was it the Aquaman? It must have been the second Aquaman. one. I think it had to be. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was did. fun. Dude, I used to like dressing up. I'm just not about it anymore for some reason. Oh, I don't know why. Dang. So, <laughs> uh, bro, who our, hurt you? Our <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I can't, maybe it's locked in my <laughs> the, mind. Maybe the, I dressed up as something one time and somebody was like, you look dumb. And I was like, never again. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was going to dress <laughs> yeah. up this week or something for a volleyball match. And he came to me about like Street Fighter characters. And his only thought was like, <laughs> if I dress like this, people are going to make fun of me. And I was like. That's costumes. You Childhood trauma. Thing. Like, <laughs> somebody is hurt you, bro. I'm just, I'm just trying to like now play I, volleyball. Yeah. I don't want to be like in a full outfit. Like <laughs> now that I think about it, kids never come to our costume parties, and we've had like I don't do we've, costumes. We've bro. had like four of them. Dude, you guys epic. even got Randy to come to your costume yeah. parties. What does Randy years? dress up as? Y'all dress up big. The gills do it big. Yeah, they, they had some big, big outfits. We were Maui and Moana last year, right, Abby? Yeah, and then y'all y'all had the full charade. You like did the performance with it. Dude, the worst part was nobody even knew who we were. It was yeah, young adults, and they're like, "Who who are you? Are you like some kind of like island guy?" Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "I'm Maui," and they're like, "Who?" And I was like, "Moana," and they're like. What? what? And I was like, the movie. I did this guy. It was so bad. The, my friends that were there that had kids, they knew who I was. Nice. Mm, okay. It was, mm. you got to know your audience. You got to yeah, know your audience. Tough. Great outfit, though. Yeah. Great outfit. Good try, guys. Good try. So the other night, won. I finally got Nate and uh, Grant to watch Suits episode one. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, this was actually going to be my one of my questions for the And day. here's the thing. If you go back a few episodes, a few, probably a few, you know, dozens of episodes, I've been saying Suits is the shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I put okay. in two episodes last night. I'm it's good. Tell you right now. Does it's it keep good. getting it? It is dude, good. It's so I'm scared good. to go to the next one. I'm nervous that no, it's going to be good. Just let it happen. It's going to about to get in. sucked in. I, it's just, it makes you, I literally, and that's why I have to watch, I have to watch out for what I am viewing because I got to thinking as I'm going up the stairs, I was like, yeah, this can't be that way because it's probably this way. And then this way. And I was like, whoa, whoa, Because suits is all these. It's like someone will come up with something. Someone will will get like stuck. And then they'll think of this other bylaw and they get around it. And then they end up on top. And then the other person does. And then they, they beat them at the end. Oh, got it's you. a big like mental chess game. Yeah, it's yeah. a big mental chess game. And, and I'm knowing how to negotiate and argue and come out on top. I was tripping. I was like, I gotta brush my teeth. And I'm like, what if I brush my teeth now? Then I could wait till later. And if I dry my hair, I'm like, oh, I need to tone I'm it down. Deep. I'm I too deep. But my question was like, yeah, what is what is your most binge? Like, what's your favorite binge series? Wait, did you not go back to the costume question? Are we just like discarding that one. Wait, what was the costume question? Oh, yes, yeah, like yeah. a minute ago, you're like, you're, what's your favorite well, costume? You if wear? I'm being straight up honest to everyone listening to this podcast. We got to answer these questions. I keep putting them up there and people just blitz right away from them. I can't make I clips saw. out of people going, I'm like, what do we like? And then we're like, so anyway. So oh cool gosh. story, Grant. I got a story I want to tell. Yeah. So we can answer the costume or we can go into. I answered the question. I said Jack Sparrow. Okay. Oh, best I outfit. That. Jack oh, Sparrow. Bro, I can see it. You would kill that. I could see it. Yeah. I've, I've killed it already. It's already been killed. Um, I don't think you I've got seen photos. It. I mean, I was gonna photo put a poster on the Patreon. This is before cameras existed. <laughs> no, no, it's not true. Hold on, this guy genuinely <laughs> thought I was serious. I meant like more. No, like, that's wait a minute, not, that's not true, kid. Cameras <laughs> must have come out before. I meant more. more. So, kid, I'm like, older than you, and I had a camera when I was a kid. <laughs> I meant for clarity, a high-end cell phone camera because I don't have college pictures because we didn't have. 
these kind the wind of cameras. Up ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah we, my God. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Um, you didn't rope me in. There gotta much. be. There gotta be. Some, I mean, my mom was a photographer, so she had cameras. So there's probably a picture somewhere. I just I've, I haven't seen. Like, whatever. well, you wrote ten when you did this. <laughs> Dude, I was probably I don't know. You were killing the Jack Sparrow game at ten. Maybe, maybe you know twelve, thirteen when little the Pepe chin, Le Pew. When the chin hairs started coming <laughs> oh, in. Man. That would be all time if you dressed as Pepe Le Pew, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's who you should be. That's- I, I I know for me I did my <laughs> sister did and I both did uh, we both dressed as dog the bounty hunter oh and it was just like <laughs> yeah. it just fit bro you, know? you would oh it, it had to be so good I had my hair down I had like you know I had the full outfit I had handcuffs and I even had like a detainee that I had brought around <laughs> with me my buddy and it was just I, my my favorite costumes are ones you already kind of look like yeah and mm-hmm. then yeah. just play off of yeah. that that's when it's like the best yeah costumes. that one crushes for you jack sparrow for you dude no one has to guess what mine has been yeah because i guarantee you the thor oh, oh, thor. Definitely black thor. Widow. definitely i've thor. done thor like <laughs> nine out of ten costume black Panther. it helps when you look like him <laughs> again i won a costume contest <laughs> in high school when i when i dressed up as um slasher the guitarist from uh, yeah, like yeah, guitar yeah. hero well i say from guitar hero because that's from where guitar i knew him hero. From. That's where I learned about him. Unbelievable. <laughs> he's actually part of... You know of Slasher? From, from Guitar Hero. Hero. Guys, Law First mentioned that was the first exposure I had to him. I didn't oh, listen boy. to any of that music. Yeah, he's done other things. What, what, has he? Please. Yeah, he created what band music. Is he from? Yeah, he, he, was in a, he was in front of a video game. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, I won the costume contest, okay? So it didn't matter to me. Nothing else mattered at that point. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, those are some costumes. Now, can we hit our favorite show? Because we we brought that to name. Mine, mine has to be suits. The, it's the too good. It, you know, if you got a couple, I was gonna say top three, but I didn't know how how much we'd stick to this oh, answer. That's a question. I think I did. Uh, yeah, TV show draft. Should do a TV show. Oh, oh, let's do it. Let's just get right into it. Get right, right into it. Well, let's talk, let's, you know, like full. Well, I don't want to mention them because that people are going to take my okay. my picks. Are we going around the table? So we're going to go around the table. This is how draft okay, works. Hold on. This could be anything from what, like yeah, anime, TV, like series, no movies, right? Any any series, no movies. So I can't be like the Marvel franchise. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but it, it's you're picking. Um, yeah, I guess like you know Harry but I guess, Potter. I guess you out. could do like Loki or like any of the. I haven't. Oh seen yeah, any like of the them. Disney series. Yeah. The it TV has shows? to be a TV show. Okay, okay. Right. Or you know Netflix series or whatever. We're all gonna pick top three or top one, two. and then we're gonna pick two, and then we're gonna pick three, and you get your top three to draft. Kittle start. And we'll go this way. Explain the draft. So if you say one that I really like, you can't I'm gonna, have it. I can't yeah, have it. Okay. Yeah, so you want to get your good pick early. It's like an NFL draft. And then know, do we but what do you mean? If, why do you want to get it early if you can't take mine or I can't take? No, yeah, once I've never drafted. Okay, so I've never done any of the drafts. Once I pick suits, you can't pick suits. It's done. He's got it. Okay. This okay. is for your. Okay. You're hoping cool. to get your top. No ones. one's gonna. No one's. Yeah. Gonna I was get like, mine. We, I feel like we're all gonna be so diverse. I've only watched we'll get like our picks. five <laughs> series in my life. But okay. Well, <laughs> we'll I'm, pick, I'm picking know. suits. That's you know, it's already. Well, I got. I got to start with Sherlock. Sherlock oh, was so was good. I, we did watch that one. I love that yeah, one. Yeah, that was dog. so good. Wow. All right, this is gonna be a little bit more somber, but the chosen has been. That's good. So that is good. really good. Good pick. Good pick. It's That's been really a great good. series for good me. Christian boy. You. <laughs> I've only, I told you I've only watched four series in my life. So Dang it. I'm about you to have list to, three of them. Why'd you have to start with, with a, now, with that. Big pervy anime choice. Well, no, no, because my first choice, 
I just went through again for like the second or third time. (laughs) No, it's even worse because he just went chosen minus Daredevil. I wouldn't have gone chosen, but I knew so solid. That's one of my favorite shows ever. Is that That I don't know Daredevil. Is Is that a movie? Charlie Cox. So it's from it's it was originally Netflix. Okay. And it was like super raw, real grungy, like hardcore. It was awesome. It was really, really well done. Super great acting, great storyline, storytelling. Wonderful. And then Disney Plus recently moved it from Netflix to their platform. So action mm. hero kind Correct. of. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Superhero. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't, I don't know that okay. it's a first pick, but it's a good oh, pick. A yeah, I don't I know if I put that, that in the first round. That's well, because you haven't seen it. What's well, here round true. two? Ted Lasso. Oh! Suck it! Oh, no. <laughs> he took Ted Lasso! Dude, I got he suits at Ted Lasso. I'm looking I haven't, strong. I haven't watched Ted Lasso Ted either. Ted Lasso's so good. But after your strong recommendation of suits... Oh, I think so I, I put suits above Ted Lasso, but Ted Lasso is very good. Okay, yeah. what is Ted Lasso? It's so good. Is it the it's guy so, from Parks and Rec? It, no, it's a guy. Pretty much the Jason Sudeikis. Quickly, Ted Lasso is a, an American football coach that moves to the UK to coach a soccer team. He knows nothing about soccer. That's pretty much the basis. Oh, of but he's, he's super lovable, and yeah. so it, he just like wins everybody over with super lovable nature. But it's it's also a good base show. Like there's all it always like someone takes the good route, and you're like ah, oh, very applaudable. Yeah. Very it's a, it's feel, a feel good. good show for sure. Okay, yeah. it's not like the yeah, drama okay. everything. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna dip back a little bit and uh, digress. And I'm gonna say Friday Night Lights. Uh, I've seen that. But Friday Night Lights. I've seen previews. I bet it was really good. It's it that good. Is that a, that's like a TV show. That Friday was Night a, Texas Football original series yeah. that I ever watched. First with the boys, we'd watch it in college. Friday Night Lights would come on, and it's just like Friday Night Football in Texas. What was the uh, old school movie that was about that? It was before Friday Night Lights. The, um, the show. It was like Blue. Um, Remember the the clip? Uh, I gave her ten, a yeah, perfect ten. Bar, uh, Varsity Blues, Varsity, Varsity Blues. Blues. Varsity that Blues. was a movie I it's, saw in like yeah. junior high. It was it's like so that's good. Another generation kid, yeah. dude. It was such <laughs> it's a good twenty movie. years ago. <laughs> but it, it, it embodies <laughs> Friday Night Lights it as is. a movie. Yeah, was this in the eighties? So, what you got for oh, your man. second pick? <laughs> second pick. Okay, this one it's not going to be high ranking for y'all if you've even seen it. It's but a draft, bro. You gotta get a high ranking pick. Well. But if it's high ranking have, for you, you're it's good. high ranking for me. But I don't have context if this is a, okay. a show that's crushing it. If I'd watch Suits on my own, I wouldn't know that y'all love it as well. Oh, I don't have any fair. outside context. But this one was important to me. Um, Burn Notice, bro. Ever, I love Burn, Burn Notice. I, I watched every that. single that was episode. Really, that it was, was like this was kind of MacGyver esque spy. Uh huh. James Bond, very witty. Oh, I, that made I me think. Cool. Okay. Made me think USA of, uh, Network, dude. They yeah, did it. Yeah. They did it right with that show. That makes me think of like a thousand ways to die for some reason. Have you guys ever watched that show? Uh-huh. That's a TV show on Spike, sounds, right? Dude, that yeah, show was, was wild. It wow. was weird. I remember the one where they, you know, how we can get in these t- big tires or yes. barrels and roll down a hill. Uh-huh, yes. Well, this one kid gets in this tire, and he's sitting inside like this tractor tire of sorts. Kay. He's gonna roll down a hill, and he didn't notice that there was a piece of plywood towards the bottom of the hill, and it had this couple of nails facing up. Just, he didn't notice that? Well, he's he's 100 yards he's up the hill. down, man. Is this part of the show's like... So it's a thousand ways to die, a thousand one ways to die. So they were highlighting or documenting how this one kid died. So he and his friends are like... He rolling, died? Rolling down this it's hill thousand, in this, this guy, tire. I thought this was Hold like... Hold on, Daniel. <laughs> fictional. No, it's... No, it's real. Okay, I this, think it's this real. Was, well, kid laid it out in the way that it was like a TV series that... Like burn notice. No, this is a, a real documentation of a thousand and one ways people have died. Have a thousand died. ways have died. Okay. So one was guys oh. like us having fun. We're teenagers. We're rolling ourselves down a hill in this tire and then rolling Sounds back fun. up. Well, he, he takes one lane, if you want to call it that, the, on his heel. The there happens to be a bo- board there with a, a big carpenter's nail sticking up. Oh. And as he rolls over it, it, 
his head was down no. at that point. Pierced his head. Oh. He killed him. It was. Yeah, I remember that shocking that me. I was like, I've, I've done that stuff before. I watched so, that show a little too much, I think. The Lord oh. just calling you back home at that point. <laughs> <laughs> it's your time to go. Okay. Yeah. Second um, pick, Daniel. Yeah, Always second pick, guys. Um, God, the Office. Ooh, Easy. That's, the song, that's probably the Guys, song I've pick. laughed more watching that show solid than pick. I think oh, any okay. other show in all of solid pick. all of you know history. Ba- based so off funny. the love of the show, I would say solid. Although I've never watched it, and I don't want to watch it. Dude, I didn't want to watch it. Like I didn't a, start I watching it Steve Carell. It's not like a suit show to where so you watch like for show. the storyline. You just you could turn on any episode and just kind of have it on in the background and kind of watch it. Funny. I've always just hated him. I watched a few clips, and I because I worked in a maybe a high performance office. It just like drove me nuts that this is people's <laughs> That's not perception. how you do that. That's not how this works. That's not That's how funny. it goes. <laughs> and I couldn't get Nate's past structured that. mind. Can't, can't watch satire. Can't can't I never get thought about that. It. If you worked at a structured place, watching it would be really tough it, to go. That's just, not how it goes. It just I made mean, me irate. And then people would be like, oh yeah, office life. Oh yeah, you're a, you're an office guy. Huh? I'm like, no. Oh, then it was, was like an attack on my identity or something. <laughs> funny. Dang. Yeah, I, I couldn't right, tolerate round it. Three, let's bring it home. Oh, um, man. Nobody got, else. Is, I'm trying to pick something that other people I, might I, that, pick because that's how the draft should work. But mm. I think I just got to go Vikings. It's such a good show as well. Mm. That's a wrap it out. Yeah, that's a good Don't one. Not too much for me. You know, if if I knew this was in our crowd, I would take it and I would say Game of Thrones, but I'm not because I thought it was like if it was hot take, trash, hot hot take. It was amazing until it was trash. Bad. No, it was. I never liked it up until the last season. It's amazing show, and then the last season ruins everything. Mm. Well, I'm not into it either way, but I am gonna go with what I think other people would take. Friends. Oh, oh, not good. Not, not no, here, but I'm talking about yeah. I see oh, the strategy. I see the strategy. draft pick. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's smart. I'm not as savvy as you on going the correct draft. I'm going more off of my, what I want in my top three. Yeah. And it's paid off so far. Could, could, <laughs> but this guy's going to lose. <laughs> all right. How's it go? Because the eyes of the ranger are upon you. He's gonna, is that Anything you Norris? see, he's going to do. Is when this, you're in Texas, look behind you. Oh, my gosh. Because that's where the ranger's going to be. I was born in 98. Walker. Texas Ranger. Yeah, that's, that's pretty solid. I got the check from that. That's Dude, Walker, Texas Ranger. I, I saw that as a kid. Oh, it was so good. Dang. I've, I've never seen young... an episode, but I can imagine. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's good Dude, stuff. I mean, Chuck Norris, the lore of who he yeah, is, no, was yeah. all from that show. You picked solid pick. That was a good one. That was a good I feel one. pretty good. And I, I charge right. you three of the five shows I've ever watched in my life. So. <laughs> well, you've had a pretty good life, so I don't think anyone can blame you mm. or fault you for having so little knowledge of media. I haven't, I haven't watched TV much. I didn't That's even know what American Ninja Warrior was until someone Dude, said nobody me. picked Ninja Warrior. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I've got one more Dude, pick. Oh, I've got one more pick. This guy picks Ninja Warrior. And I'm going to let my inner weeb out and I'm going to pick Naruto Shippuden. There you go. What? Wow. It's the best. Not good. Anime. Say that again slower. I, I know Naruto Shippuden. So not the original. There's two Naruto. <laughs> Naruto Part 2, basically. Okay. Oh, yeah. Shippuden. All right. <laughs> We're just going to blitz right past Shippuden. Um, anyways, so this one's going up on our Instagram. You guys can go into the comments on, over there and say, is take there your, something? What? Take your headphone out real quick. Why? No. <laughs> it's going to go right to the microphone. Oh, unbelievable. No, I'm curious now. No, you're not curious. Yeah, yeah, leave you know that what it's going to be. Oh, Wait. This is going up on the Instagram. If we, you know, comment below what you guys thought, we maybe missed some of the top ones. And then 
Actually, comment who you think won out of the three of us oh, in our yeah. draft picks. It's who's, pretty easy. Give a quick review. Give a, so what was yours? Well, they got the clips. They'll, they'll oh, cut them true. down of which three we picked. Who won? Oh, not, it's supposed to be she. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. A long time ago, I knew that joke was coming. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a tough on who won. I don't know the audience profile. I believe I won. So, um, yeah. Nah, don't you forget I, I don't even remember two of the three you said. What was Suits, I've never even heard of this Ted Lasso show. No, me either. It's a good show. Dude, if you know, I you just know. saw it and it is tricky. Where is it streamed? Apple I mean, TV, Red Bull, Apple TV. Huh? Wait, who has Apple TV? I do. They do. I don't. Do you have Apple TV? My Grant? roommate has it, so I guess I have yeah. it by wow. chance. Which is honestly how we all have everything. <laughs> yeah, let's just. Go ahead I don't know that. whose Netflix account has yeah. been on our TV for four years. But yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's not mine. We have Disney Plus from someone. I don't know who that is. You know, we got them all. Shout out to letting people sleep on your couch. Yeah, yeah. Hey, come stay. Just, yeah. you know, all you got to do is log have, in. Have, so you got to uh, just log in. That's the have key. some perks for us. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's the gift that keeps on giving. Um, I think we just got an email. So you guys keep keep talking about it. I'll pull it up. Uh, yeah, so we're, in case you know what we're talking about, you can kind of nice show at gmail.com. It might be the kind of nice show. It's just kind of nice. Kind of nice show. You can send us email. We're trying to respond a little bit to y'all um, and get y'all more involved in the podcast. So we're going to do one kind of relationship life advice. Mind you, you could, it's not going to be completely serious. Always. It might not be the most uh, perfect advice, but we want y'all to weigh in and you know are you trying to be an entrepreneur you want to be on ninja warrior you want to um you know i'm not sure i'm dating this person i don't know like we're gonna just kind of got you fam we're just gonna kind of throw some info at it from our angle trust us three uh, three single guys in the married hey i'm here i'm married that's what (laughs) i said six years that was the three which is wild because i was there you were there you've been married no i was at his wedding wedding. i too was at his wedding i was there i was there yeah and we three were there. <laughs> we three kings. Glory. We're, we're pulling up the emails now to respond to y'all, but a uh, kid doesn't know the login. So <laughs> hey, man, don't don't out me like <laughs> this. This is wild. Dan, when was was the wedding in 2016? Yeah, it was December 17, 2016. Well, I um, remember that. Yeah, that was a was a good day. The grant that might have been when I met you. I feel like we had to know each other before then. It, it was 2016, and you came to Houston for something. Remember you came to church with me that one time? Oh, I remember that. That was the first time we'd met. Fun fact. Story time. <laughs> Where am I looking? All right. Story time with Grant. Here's a good story from when I met Nate. We come into town and I, you know, we were kind of homies ahead of this and I was coming in and he said, you know, you can stay at my house. And so I'm like, we were doing ninja already. We knew each other in some capacity. And I knew he was a believer as a Christian. And I was like, all right, cool. So we came in and it's all Gene. He's like, yeah, you want to go to church on Sunday? And I'm thinking, yeah, I, I want to do that. I too am a Christian. And so I'm like, cool means let's do this. And, uh, he's like, oh yeah, yeah. Just real quick. By the way. I know I gave you an option. Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> oh, you, you, you didn't like trick me into doing this. Cause I, you know, I'm pretty open and I'm, you know, I get it. Church can be weird sometimes, but not this weird. He was like, just, just so you know, you know, people may be wearing their pajamas. And I was like, I'm sorry, huh? I'm <laughs> sorry. Again? What? And then I was like, he's like, well, was it know, Halloween? 
No. no. <laughs> he was like, I just want you to know, like, it's a home church that, you know, we're really trying to grow in some areas. And one of the things is we don't want to always come as like a big show to do at church. So we've encouraged people to Go kind of dress direction. down and just come as you are kind of thing. And I thought, that's a great idea. Like I'm in for that. And he's like, all right, cool. We'll still go. And I'm like, yeah, sounds great. And he's like, Oh, one more thing. And I was like, <laughs> I don't remember this. Well, so wait, I'm sorry. There's more. I'm sorry. What else? And he goes, well, we may be putting a little bit of coal on our nose. <laughs> and I was like, I forgot about this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We we're doing what we're putting coal, like dark corners. He's like, yeah, well, I'm in yeah. a cult. And I was like, okay, we just went from like Christians trying to be more comfortable to being like, we're doing cult things. And I was like, what, why though? And he goes, well, the women, you know, they'll, they'll put on their full makeup and everything and we want them to feel comfortable. They don't have to get all dolled up. It's like kind of our American culture. They need to be super perfect looking makeup. And now we're telling them to wear pajamas to come in and we want it to be even. So we told the guys to just put coal on your face. Just to, a little like eye black. Yeah, no just a little way. silly. Just kind of just dumb it down, way. right? Did people actually do it? Yeah. You're we, looking at two we, of them, right? Because we were there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we were there, coal on my face in my pajamas. And you know what? I have to say, it, it the, the intent was there. The intent is to not make church a big show. And it was to make a, an, a close environment already. It's a home church even closer, getting to know people in a real way. I continue to go to that church for years. Um, I do like what they're trying to do. And it comes out weird sometimes when you're trying to do these things, it can come out weird because obviously that, but the idea and the hope behind it is that it's not a show. It's we're all there to mm-hmm. worship and serve the Lord and, and learn and grow in that knowledge. And yeah, how do we do that? Well, <laughs> put a coal on your nose. I don't know. <laughs> and I will say from that time, I, I had the Lord like bring up to me across the room, this guy and, just mm-hmm. to go over there and I was like, okay. And, uh, and he just had his daughter in his arms and, and I, the Lord was like, you need to go tell him like, you're proud of him being a good father. The Lord wants him to know that he's a good father. And I was like, uh, maybe he's not talking to me. Like where everyone's praying and talking. And I'm like, I got coal on my nose. I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> who cares? I'm going over there. And, uh, and it created the space where I could go to this guy. I didn't know and sat down with him. And I said, Hey, I know this is weird. I don't know you at all. We're both here hooking stum anyways. <laughs> I just want you to know the Lord wants you to know you're a great father and he's proud of you. And we both just start (laughs) crying, crying, deep crying. And it was just this good reminder. It wasn't some big emotional thing that carried on forever, but it's, it was the start of one of the better relationships I've had in church with a guy that to this day, I can still contact anytime. And it was just wonderful. It was a wonderful little moment that was there because we were both in this, like, we're just able to try and, yeah. you know, got coal on our nose, that stupid, whatever. But we met in that place and said, Hey, the Lord could use me to talk to him and, and us to share and like what it's like to be a father and to love your child. And then to the Lord, to recognize that and go, oh, that's how I see my kids. So it was mm-hmm. wonderful, but wow. it was silly. Nice. Wow. Um, real story. quick, I'm going to, do a couple of things for the show. Uh, if you guys want to be the shadow of the week next week, go to the iTunes Apple podcast review thing. Leave us a five star review, write something down so we can actually see it. And we'll be the shadow of the week next week. Uh, back to the email thing. Grant talked about it a little bit, but yeah, you can send us an email at kind of nice show at gmail.com. 
uh, we're looking for like more longer format emails to where you guys maybe have some life advice, something you're going through or relationship stuff, more of like a story based thing to where we can give you advice or just talk about your situation. Um, and you know, we might make, you know, if it's super serious, we might be serious about it, but we also maybe are looking to like be more, uh, silly about certain things. Right. So don't, um, get mad if we make fun of you sometimes, maybe, I don't know. Um, but we have two emails. One of the guys sent an email. It's just a question though, but I'm going to, since he actually took the time to send an email, I'm going to thank you to his name's Peyton Keller, I think. And he says, uh, how do you not get nervous before your runs? And the answer to that is <laughs> y- you don't, you do get nervous. <laughs> you don't not get nervous. Yeah, yeah. You do get nervous before the runs. It's, yeah. it's all a part of it. I was actually, some I of a, us have peed their pants before. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but um, you get I remember to trying to help nervous. Grant with his jeans. <laughs> I, I remember that. I was there for that. That was good stuff. It was an accident. Abby's got I'm photo gonna, evidence. It's out there now. Yeah, we'll it's post Daniel pee, or not oh, Daniel. Grandpa. We'll post Grant yeah, peeing his did. pants. No, it wasn't, it wasn't me. me. It was Grant. We'll Daniel post uh, his pants. Grant peeing his pants on the Patreon. If you want to see that picture, go to patreon.com slash kind of nice and join the Patreon. It's true. Uh, but did. anyys yeah, but you, uh, in anything you care about, you're going to be nervous. If you weren't nervous, it would mean that you really just don't care. And then at that point you shouldn't even be doing it. Or if you're doing it for fun, that's one thing too. But when you're taking something seriously and you've put in a lot of time and energy into something, um, you're going to be nervous, but nerves are good. I mean, I was actually, I think I just had a dream like this last night about like competing or something. And I woke up and I was thinking about the last time I competed in France and like still just getting nervous and still like, but almost enjoying conquering that and thinking mm-hmm. like, okay, cause I've kind of committed myself to not competing this year. So thinking like, I guess I, I won't be getting to do that this year, but that's one of the things that it's very uncomfortable in the moment. And I think the most uncomfortable I got in France was before the power. Oh, I can't talk about this. <laughs> it's, it's not aired yet. Yeah. Uh, never mind. Uh, but anyways, there was a moment, that. there was a moment in France where I was, I, yeah, I got, I got nervous and I was, but, but like looking back, I like, it's almost like look at it with like, a good as a good memory because I was like, man, like I was in super uncomfortable position, but I still rose to the occasion just mm-hmm. despite of how I felt. I still did what I needed to do. And you have to think about nerves in a different way. If you're thinking about them, like I got to get rid of them. They're just going to be worse and you're going to feel them more because you're going to be like spooked by them. But if you kind of embrace them and know that that's more or less your brain kind of priming itself to do the best that you can, because mm-hmm. nerves gives you adrenaline and adrenaline makes you perform better, makes your muscles fire uh, better and you're quicker, your your reflexes are better. So more responsive. It's something you need to compete at the highest level. So when you feel nervous, it's good. It means you care. It means your body's getting ready to do what it's about to do. Uh, and you have to change the way to beat nerves is to one, to face them and do what you want, like do it regardless of how you feel, but also to change your perspective on it. Right. Don't think like, I don't want to do this. Cause I'm going to get nervous, change your perspective on it and make it more of like a companion into what you're doing and not like a, uh, burden. Um, yeah, I'll take from that because I, I think that nerves are like starting your engine, but you don't continue to start your engine once it's running. It's the start, the spark that gets you moving. But then my process, why I dance on the show was legit from that. I I like to, you're seeing the external (laughs) feeling of like, I'm I'm about to run. I'm so nervous. I stop. I pray. God reminds me this is all for fun. This is not like some life or death situation. Mm -hmm. I I plan to build this be a blessing to you. And I go, oh yeah, I've trained. I've gotten ready for this, you know? So, and then all of a sudden I'll, I'll calm down a little bit. And then you start to see me going yeah that's right let's have a good time you see me dancing and goofing and that's my body going the car started now i'm getting into the zone so practical answers you you have 
training so that you know I've trained for this. Yeah. That helps. And two, you once the car started, once the nerves get in there, you remember now it's go time. So then you get into go mode and you don't let the nerves be the driving force that, yeah. you know, I've seen people get nervous and then they fall in the first obstacle. Yeah. It's they never stepped right past the engine started to mm-hmm. now it's running and we're ready. And that helps by preparation yeah. ahead of time. You're like, I've trained for this. Yep. I can do this a hundred times in my sleep. So let's do it. Yeah. Once you're, I think, and once you're on the course, it's mostly before you do something. And regardless if it's Ninja or something else that's making you nervous, it's going to be before when you're actually in it. It, you're, you don't really think about the nerves. Mm-hmm. Maybe you are nervous. You just don't feel it though. For me, it's always before my runs. Yep. Once I, they say go and I'm on the first, second obstacle, I'm, I'm cruising. I'm having a blast. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. And I, here, go ahead. Nate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, closing with that thought. I think it's, it's great to remind people not only that it's okay to be nervous and that you can embrace it, but knowing that all of us get nervous. Yeah. Have and still do. Because that translates to other places. Like most of us are public speakers now and I still get pretty nervous when I'm stepping on a stage, just like when I'm stepping onto the platform for Ninja Warrior. And what helped me in the moment, especially early on was going, okay, someone just went before me. They were nervous as well. And they still did this. So it's like choosing courage, which is action despite feeling the fear. Because I always feel the fear and I go, oh, maybe that's the sign that I shouldn't do this. I should wait until I have no more fear, which almost never comes pro Mm -hmm. tip. You're going to feel it, embrace it, and choose to take action anyway. And then as you start that, it tends to dissipate and go away because now you're to focus your energy somewhere else. So it's helped me not only through Ninja Warrior, but other places. Yeah, life too. Yeah. Um, I think another, I don't remember who <laughs> talked about this. Um, yeah, we got to get a question. on one. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember who talked about this, but you also have to remind yourself, whether it's Ninja or anything like that, that if it's something you're doing like Ninja to where it's almost like you get to do it, you have to, I don't want to misquote, I don't know who talked about this, but it's pretty much... Think about like the pressure you're putting on yourself and it not being actual pressure, right? Doing well in Ninja Warrior is pressure, but it's not true pressure because if you fall in the first obstacle or, you, you know, like anything like that, it's uh, it doesn't matter in the scheme of things. You're still going to go home. You're still going to eat. Yep. You're still it's not gonna life eat. or death. Yeah. <laughs> true pressure would be like not mm-hmm. knowing where your next meal is going to come from, yeah, right? Or being a warrior in an actual battle. Yeah, or not knowing where you're going to sleep that night. Yeah. Or that kind of stuff. You put yourself in a perspective of like, oh, it could be a lot worse. I could be in this situation mm-hmm. where like I'm nervous about mm-hmm. where my next meal is coming from. That's like real pressure. That's real nerves. Uh, so think about that's it in good. that perspective too. I think perspective is the biggest thing that can help you there. Yeah. Uh, hopefully some of that stuff helped you. Have anything you want to touch on on that, Daniel? I mean, no, I think you guys all, all hit it. Like I've been in the spotlight for like 15 years with singing, dancing, performing, mm-hmm. acting. And the one thing that I can say from my own personal experience is uh, the more you do anything in life, the more comfortable you get with it. Yeah. The more comfortable you it's get with something, too, yeah. then the more confident you can become when you're actually in the moment. Now, what you said, Grant, about preparation, like you should step out onto any platform or into any sort of situation that will make you nervous. You should still step into that environment feeling fully confident in your abilities. Granted, you should have practiced. Like the the times that I have felt the most nervous in my life are the times that I gave the least amount of preparation. Mm. Then I'm panicked and then I'm like, well, crap, I Mm -hmm. need to try to cram every, like I need to cram like weeks worth of of preparation into these moments and that's the worst Mm -hmm. feeling of all. So what I learned was if I can prepare myself to the like maximum capacity, mm-hmm. um, whether it's my body knowing what it needs to do or my mind knowing what I need to, what I need to think beforehand, my mouth, like I know what to say or sing or, or I've got it memorized. Then you can step out onto the stage or the, yeah. like the floor so confident and the n- nerves still come. But I mean, there's a lot of scientific evidence right now that, you know, your body, your brain can't tell the difference between 
uh, nervousness and like excitement. Mm. So now that I've learned that, I mean, I always pray. I'm like, okay, God, my heart's pounding out of my chest right now, but, uh, this does not, this moment here for better or for worse does not define who I am for the rest of my life. Like this is a, 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 an opportunity that I get to showcase my skills or that I've been selected and I get to actually try this thing that I'm doing. So I'm going to give it everything that I've got. And regardless of the outcome, like I still have this moment that so many thousands, you know, try for, and so then like literally after I pray every single time I'm, I'm stepping, particularly on Ninja on the starting line, is there's this, this mental switch in my brain that goes from anxiety, fear, and panic to my heart is still pounding out of my chest. My legs are still shaking, but then it changes to like excitement and anticipation. My body, just like you said earlier, Grant, with like, it's primed. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready. Then I hear the three, two, one, go. And then you just put the blinders on. You got yeah. tunnel vision and you just, you do what you came out here to do. Yeah. But preparation is a hundred percent key to everything and then uh confidence in your abilities like you should step up to that starting line confident that you can finish the course so though that's my two cents on it yeah no that's good good. well i just want to get into this one because i do think this is really funny uh we did have our first relationship advice so did you grab my headphones oh yeah sorry so someone sent out you know here we go steven sent this in so uh steven w man appreciate you sending it out and being our first to get relationship advice uh, everyone weigh in on what you think they would do. This is a wild one, though. Hey, guys, big fan, longtime listener. I was hoping I could get some relationship advice because I'm conflicted and really don't know what to do. Steven, oh. we got you, bud. We got you, bro. There's a girl named Stacy at college that I uh, that I really like, uh, that I go to see all the time. We started hanging out because we were bonded both over ha- uh, both having both of our parents that are divorced. The problem started when I was hanging out at her house after class a few months ago. She still lives at home, um, but says that her mom was chill and wasn't over there a lot because she travels a lot for business. But when she was in town... Uh, but her mom was in town when I was over. When I met her mom, my my jaw nearly dropped. I immediately knew I was in trouble because her mom is the most beautiful woman I had ever met. Wow. The whole package. Super hot, successful businesswoman. Funny. You get the picture. One could say she's really got it going on. I said, I'd say. Stacy's voice. Stacy's voice. Oh, I should have said that line. Oh, I should have said that I know. I should have skipped that. I was seeing how long we could go. Yeah, was so bait. <laughs> that part really. I, well, Wait, wait no a minute. Until I said she's really got it going yeah. on. Okay. Dang wait it. I was really wow. hoping I could sell that on. Go ahead and finish it. Finish it. Yeah, I just said, <laughs> all right. Uh, I really like Stacy. <laughs> Don't usually like older women, but her mom is amazing and single. What do I do, guys? Any advice you could give would be uh, awesome. <laughs> Dang it. Why did I if, say If you hadn't said that, I would have. Well, I was see, in. I was hook, blue. line, and sinker. I, that's why I read it ahead of time so that I wouldn't be the one that got catfished during the middle of this. But then it, I read Stacy and I maybe got two more sentences in and was like, oh, Stacy's mom. mom. I knew it. Wait, kid, did you not set this up? No, I didn't. Oh, this is a legit. This emailer. Is, I'm this is email. It's a legit email. This is But yeah, I, if I would have. But if this was Steven, what would you tell Steven? Hey, you had me if. Mona, you had me if we didn't get the, uh, if I didn't got it going that, on. Yeah. Got it going on. Yeah, I, I, was, skipped that. I was like, that's true. I mean, if, if her mom turned out it. that way, then shoot, like, ah, she's a good, got a pretty good, good trajectory in front of her. Like a yeah. good example, at least. That's what, that's what my grandfather always said to me. Yeah. He goes, he goes for legit first yeah. advice. He ever told me about women in yep. dating. My grandfather said, take a look at the mom. Yep. Ooh, I yep. was like, what? he's like, take a look at your mom. Is she overweight? She, and I was like, okay. And he's like, that's how it's going to turn out. Send it. 
That's smart advice. I've always done that. I got the same um, advice. It's so good. Yeah. If you guys want to be an actual advice, you know, we'll call it kind of advice. That's a segment. It's called kind, kind of advice. advice. I like it. Uh, and if you guys want to be next week's kind of advice, uh, right now we don't really have an actual email other than the two we just talked about. So once again, that's kind of nice show at gmail.com. Send us kind of like what that email was is a great example of just kind yeah. of like situations we're looking mm-hmm. for. Um, and yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up. This has been a, a great episode. Uh, we're, we're coming into the hour and a half mark. Uh, you guys have anything you want to add? Anything we missed? Anything you want to shout out? This was great. Yeah. I missed you guys. I haven't seen you guys in a bit. Yeah, I missed so. too. It's I a reason to, to leave to Dallas and never be back again for another Well, Nate, six Nate and I still got a weekend together. We're That's preaching right. together this, yeah, we this weekend. We got an event. Nice. I love that. In honor to Daniel, you, know, you were talking about preparation. Helps you with nervousness. You have been one of the most prepared guys I've ever met. And not only in Ninja, which has paid off because you've won the championship. I see you do it in worship leading. I see you do it speaking. When you're doing events, I'm like, bravo, man. You set the bar high. You set the example well. Part of my personality, sometimes to a fault, right? Because I don't like to do anything that I can't prepare really, really well for. And I've got friends like Grant that's like super spontaneous, like, let's do this. You just on the mic and he's awesome. (laughs) And so, yeah, but it's, it's, again, finding out your strengths and then Mm -hmm. finding out how to leverage your strengths for your own, you know, uh, goals and future. And that's one of my strengths. I like really, I like to be prepared. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. You've helped me. So thank you. Cool. I definitely mm-hmm. want to shout out uh, just thankful. I'm really thankful for shout out thankful. I'm just shout out being thankful, man. Thankful. Yeah, he's a good dude. No, you know, it's there's always ways to measure success, and you know, spiritually, me and Nate were talking. It's like it's really tough sometimes to, to figure that out, and when when you're having success in one area and not spiritually, I'm doing great. Financially, I'm not, or or business wise, I'm doing great, and friendships are tough, or relationships are t- whatever. But just like I got uh, a four episode. Uh, TV show with Spartan that we've just filmed our first one and you guys follow along on my Instagram I've been posting and sharing all there but I just always wanted that show and it's got the platform and we're going to get the guest uh, filmed by the end of the year and it's just something it's not big money or anything like that but it's the show I wanted to create Mm -hmm. and to have it come to me through a platform I, I couldn't have like made that happen. So I just, I'm thankful. I'm stoked and I'm really mm-hmm. excited. I'm getting to learn how to host and do it in a genuine way and hopefully make content that's not corny or overproduced or anything like that. So I'm excited for y'all to see that uh, next year. Nice. That's All right, guys, awesome, this man. has been the Kind of Nice Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Later. Bye. I'm kind of nice with the gear. Shout out my area code. Oh.